There are other comments I guess I'm going to read that don't Or is it going? Okay, now we're going. Continue okay, I got to start this all over again. That sucks. Like, totally. Sorry, I'm starting all over again. What's up, everybody? It's G from the F Word, and I'm here with Vass and Big, big Fs. Fs. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, we have to start over again. We were on such a big roll. Um, mm-hmm. But at least we got the visual part. True. Well, okay. the visual part's more for the live show for the people. Live show. So, okay. And you so, can delve into it later. Yeah, so, okay, I'm going to try to get us back on. Okay. hope everyone is having a good time. And if you're listening to us from Stitcher, uh, welcome. This is our first episode on Stitcher. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening everywhere else... We just appreciate it. I just figured, I realized there's like thousands and thousands of podcasts, and the fact that like even one person tunes in every week, I know that there's probably like four or five that actually like listen to it on the weekends. It's yeah, it's still a big deal. I don't know. I, it's like, I've gone to a point where I'm just happy that, you know, there's a, there's it a still small has group. traction, right? So yeah. there you go. But I'm like, it's, it's cool. So now that we're on Stitcher, that's another avenue that we can go to and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, on the live show, cause we're halfway through it now. That's why I sound a little bit all over the place. And that's why this is starting off a little bit messy. Got some artwork at a Sask Expo, which is very com- like a Comic-Con kind of miniature very version of it. Comic-Con. Very low yeah. budget. Um, one piece from at Nitro Geek. Uh, it's a really cool wooden piece of the Avengers comic covers, and if you go to their Instagram, you can find a lot, if not all, the classic comic covers in a wooden panel, and it's 3D. Uh, our good friend uh, D. Cunos, who you've heard on the Deep Dive Infinity War and Deep Dive Endgame uh, episodes that we have, which you can go back and take a look at because we break the whole movies down, both of them. Uh, he gave us really cool Carnage and Venom artwork that he did himself. And the Atomic Victory Squad, uh, which is this new comic that's going out from these guys that created a movie called Wolf Cop. Some of you may know it, some of you may not, but Wolf Cop and Wolf Cop 2. And Atomic Victory Squad about two years ago was just a thought they had in their mind. And now it's a, I have a physical copy of it signed from them, so it's really badass. Okay, now let's pick up where we were. All oh, right, and take two. And it was Vass's birthday. Cool. Not too long ago, about yeah. a week ago. So, uh, yeah, anyways, House Tully, we almost drank half the scotch. Pretty much. Well, I think it's it was good. like a quarter left, if that. So, yeah, they go down pretty good. It was good. They don't, don't, only look really well, but they taste amazing. And, so, like, you can well, tell the it's, scotches. It's because they're they're yeah. traditional scotches. So, right. the, the Lannister scotch is Lagavulin, for instance. Yeah. Which one's Dalwini Stark? Mm-hmm. How Stark is a Dalwini? And then the old band is the Night's Watch, which we were talking with Nick and we're like definitely gonna buy one that we can open and drink, yeah, and then have one for part of the collection. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's like the hardest one to get though. Like they only got like four in our province. Our province got only a few in total, actually. And they never and, made it to shelves. Well, and the fun no, the funny thing is, it depends which store you went to. Now that now that we have like a the ban lifted on having private uh, liquor stores, there's how many, and you have no idea who has what. You literally had to go to every single one because we went to. Or Nick went and checked out one place and they said, oh, you should have came like a week ago. I had every single one. Mm-hmm. Now they only had a few left. I'm like, well, that's just ridiculous. Whereas when I went to like a Sobeys liquor store or uh, uh, Willow Park, they only had, oh, we only get these four in Canada for some reason. Or in Saskatchewan. The rest of them you can get in Alberta or yeah. anywhere else. So we're still tracking them down. I'm not going to end this fight. And, you know, there's ways to get it. We have an avenue and we're going to we're gonna definitely get it. So that how avenue. many do you have? Out of the I have five out of the eight. Eight? Okay. So. How much does Nick have? Like 
He's got the exact same ones as I do. Oh, really? Yep. We have the exact same ones, and we're after those the last Those are the ones three. that are on the right side of your, like, where you sit, like, to your right. Those are the, those are the ones you're talking about? They're over the fireplace. Yeah, yeah. over them okay. on the mantle, yeah. This guy's so. got a fireplace. And he has a mantle. Yeah. Wooden. Whoops. Burning fireplace. Right Wood burning. my microphone. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Um, What else we got? Okay. Big week. And by big week, I mean the ban has been lifted on spoilers yep. um, for Endgame. And I'm getting bitched by followers now for having spoiler slides, which I just find like, you guys got to shut the fuck up. You'll yeah. never win. No, ever. No. You never. See, you just got to filter let, out the noise. Just let it go. <laughs> and it I literally matter. said, I'm like, I said, yeah. what's the problem with swiping twice? Like, yeah. if they haven't seen the movie, they're not going to get spoiled. If you've seen it, you swipe twice and it's right there. Yeah. And this guy has commented multiple times. I told him, like, listen, like, I like, you know, because I didn't, like, be a dick to him. I said, listen, I respect what you're trying to do, but it's my page. Like, I'm going to post I think I he's just post. trolling you. I don't think he's actually trying to be. No, he is because he's done it on multiple posts. I think he's just being a plug. Well, I think he's just trying to make himself relevant on mm-hmm. his page. I think that's what he's doing. It's like the same people Block him. that, like. He, no, because so like, he's being nice. He got uh, that post sent yeah. to him the one time and automatically someone's like, oh, you should find the person who did this and credit them. It's like, listen, man, I get this from all over the place. Yeah. Like, who are you trying to be right now? Who are you trying to impress? And what are you actually trying to do? So mm-hmm. those people annoy the shit out of me. If it's art, I can see that like as a point. Like, okay, you should credit the artist. But yeah. for a meme, yeah. if it's not watermarked, they didn't give a shit about the meme. Yeah, exactly. Memes are like everywhere. Universal. Everybody shares them it's all like, the time. It's uh, like, what is it? Public. What's that word? Public something, you know, like how certain songs, it's like public knowledge. No, no, not, not like pub- copyright. And like you, can it, share yeah, it. there's copyright. It's like it's a public forum. I can't remember what it's okay. called. There's a like the ner- like nursery rhymes are public for everyone. Like no one can claim public per- use. Yeah, so well, I can't, there's a specific word I can't figure it out. Someone well, the thing is it. this: most most if not everything is public mm-hmm. use until you go to use it for any type of monetary purposes. So even nursery rhymes and stuff, you still would have to. Like, no, you, you can't don't. just. Yeah, you can't pawn one off as yourself. Public no, no. domain. No, public domain. Public domain. That's it. Thank you, whoever said that. Ogre man. Uh, public Ogre domain. Man. It means you can use it without having to worry about licensing or bullshit like that. You mm-hmm. can use it at your whim because it's public domain. So that's all. But can you use it to make money is what I'm asking. Well, it depends. Like for my page, like yeah, I get well, almost every single post of mine gets taken down and I have to appeal it because it's like I'm using like especially how I met your mother posts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I actually like looked into this make sure I was going to get sued. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like since if you do make money off it. Yeah. You can't do it. But since I'm like, I'm free and I'm educating and like talking about it, I can use like a short clip. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But if I'm like making money off it, you can't do it. Meaning, but for memes, you can't do it at all or you have to negotiate. To well, you have to have approval license. to do it. Okay. That's so it's not that you can't do it. It's just you have to get licensing approval kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, gotcha. yeah, like it, it's, it's yeah. kind of funny how all of that stuff works. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it safeguards the artists and the creators. But yeah. when it comes oh, to I... memes, it's like, it's nothing. Not Like, it's not. When you I see the know. same one on so many different sites, like who owns it at the yeah. end of the day? Also, matter. I don't consider memes art. So if someone like <laughs> they're like clever, someone, yeah, they're clever sure as shit. But yeah, I yeah for sure they are. Um um um. Okay, Spider Man: Far From Home trailer. Do you want to get into that? Do you want to get into it? Arturo yeah. sent me the it uh, trailer. Is Arturo here? Yes, he is. And do we have or do we have any questions? I don't know. Somebody asked about Scooby Doo Zombie Island. I have no idea what. Yeah, the, I don't know what the hell that is. I know what Scooby Doo is. The name is DBZ Evolution, which is mm-hmm. a shitty movie I heard. So I don't know if that comment deserves any merit. <laughs> well, it didn't come out in '88. Yeah, no, it came more. out like a couple years ago. Then I wasn't into Dragon Ball back then. I don't think we have any comments from like recently. Just let's talk about it before we get into yeah, the let's big go trailer. Arturo's here. Uh, yeah, there he is. Uh, so it trailer came out. 
I like the way it started mm-hmm. a lot. Like I like that it was just this kind of in it was kind of tense, creepy as shit. Creepy scene. <laughs> I thought that was cool. That old lady was nuts. I was like, yeah. I, I never saw the first it, like the new release. It. Oh, you haven't seen? No, it I yet. haven't seen it. But I, I saw clips and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's interesting where they're going with it. Now all the kids are older, I guess. Well, okay. So the original it was them being older and then going back when they were younger. So it was kind of like uh, flashbacks to when they were younger and then getting their club together or whatever. Okay. This new iteration was when Georgie goes into the sewer mm-hmm. directly from there. It doesn't skip to the future. Okay. This is in the future, but it looks like it's going to be a mix of the two. So okay. we're still going to get the young cast, which yeah. I thought was stellar in yeah. uh, in the first So the iteration. older cast was in the original. Well, not this older cast, but the original was based on the older versions of these kids that dealt with this thing in yeah, Derry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, but yeah, it started off really good. Uh, and I, I, then by the end of it, it just like every other trailer, dun, 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 like sh- just shot after shot after yeah. shot after shot. It could have just been the one things. scene, and that would have been like because it's a teaser, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they. I, I had know. a, I had a weird v- the visit vibe from it from that scene. Is that what the one with the grandparents? Yeah, that was a creepy ass movie. I saw that when I was a kid in theaters. Oh my goodness! Well, how that didn't come out that long ago. I was probably like 15, 14. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? But like that shit was freaky, and I thought it was actually like it's on Netflix, and I want to watch it again. But I thought it was actually what I remember. That was a good movie. It was, it was, it was very creepy. It was well done. The kid, the one kid, annoyed the hell out of me, but like it was very unsettling. Yeah, and so I had that vibe yeah, no, from I mean, it. Um, but it looks mm-hmm. like it's showing Pennywise's origins. Yeah, a little bit, which was really cool. Was he the the dad, yeah, the dad in the picture, in the photo. Yeah. So that basically that mean that Pennywise is immortal, or someone's donned the persona. Okay, of Pennywise. So, so Pennywise comes back every twenty seven years. Was it twenty seven oh, years? Okay. He's this entity that has been haunting Derry for oh, okay. decades, right? And so nobody knows exactly where he came from mm-hmm, or anything, mm-hmm. or or why he exists, or where. Like like his origins are very unknown. Yeah. So this one looks like it might be. Throwing Delving that in there, into it, yeah. Um, but he comes back and he ruins everyone's life for a time, and then he pieces out, and Sounds he's right. super scary, and he does some weird, shaky things with his head now, and it's you know, it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's an oh, interesting cool. concept. When does and it, it was out? a Stephen King, obviously one of his. Yeah, I, that I knew. Stuff, I so. <laughs> I'm excited. I feel like we did we see it together. Yeah. The first one, yeah. No, I thought the first one was really well done. I, I might remember come see this one too. I missed. Watch I think the I was, first one. I think I was I pissing because I missed that rock scene. That was mm-hmm. really, I guess, hardcore, I guess, because you were saying like they could have died because they were throwing like big ass rocks at each other's oh, heads. Yeah. <laughs> but uh weird. I'm excited for this one. Uh, was it two years ago the first one came out? Yeah. Okay, so it's been a while. I thought it was like Yeah. Doesn't seem that long ago. They but, greenlit it right away. Mm-hmm. I think before it actually came out, they greenlit it. The fact yeah. that they've already have a trailer in production, that means like they were just starting it as soon as that one ended. Well, no, yeah, so they greenlit it. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, when you're shooting a movie historically it doesn't take that long to actually shoot the thing well, it's like you it's only it's only like a few months yeah and like even the actors they're only there for a short period of time mm-hmm. you know and then they move on to something else that's why some actors have like three four movies that come out in a year because mm. it's like boom 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 right um so they would have greenlit it shot it i think they shot it last year i believe so. most likely yeah. and then now they've got their first official trailer i'm just like i was surprised to see that the kids are coming back as flashbacks so mm-hmm. I wonder if they're actually going to add anything else, like maybe PTSD after the event, and you can see like shit like because I haven't seen the original it. I don't know if they did flashbacks as kids in the they second did. part. They did. They okay. did. So what? Every time they introduced a character, it's been years since I watched it, but every time they in, they brought in a new character that was like, "Hey, he's back," kind of thing, because that's mm-hmm. what the very very first one, the original, was yeah. about. They went to the person 
and then they did their flashback of what they looked like when they were a kid, and then they move forward from there. So interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Uh, again, I wish the trailer was just that opening scene because mm-hmm. it looks that looked yeah. exceptional, like on its own. Just yeah, more so the tension on how you know, and, and the tension and the weird unsettling imagery that's in there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, we never saw Hellboy. Somebody no. asked about our thoughts. I probably will not see Hellboy. Also, apparently, Detective Pikachu comes out tonight. Yeah. yeah. Last weekend, yeah, we totally uh, uh, slept on that one. Yeah, watch like, it, Avengers. Like I said, Avengers and Game of Thrones have taken over. So. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's gonna be a busy month, man. Yeah. This movie's back, and to then back. John Wick's the week after, I believe. Yeah, I'm gonna go see that one before I see yeah. Detective Pikachu. Even though, because yeah. you know, what the problem is with Detective Pikachu in that trailer is that there's all those other Pokemon that I have no idea who they are. I'm second only gen, yeah. no, I'm not even second. There's like they're into seven. Yeah. Oh, like frig. I am, all, but they have to because yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's so many generations of people that are are doing it right. Yeah. Um, but for me, I'm looking at it and I'm like. I only like the originals, and everybody else, I'm just gonna be lost. It almost feels like it's like, do you have to know the other things to like this one? And yeah. I'll probably get into a point where, in that movie, but based on that trailer, where I'm like, I don't know who this person is, this guy is, this guy, and by guy, I mean Pokemon Pocket Monster. Yeah. To be fair, though, I feel like from the trailer I saw, and I believe it was only the first one, mm-hmm. they didn't really showcase a lot of the new gen Pokemon. They really just, just like a couple the, scenes. Yeah. 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 So I feel like they're gonna just focus on the original one just because. Their target demographic is like you know kids, but also the parents of the kids. Yeah, Pokemon. Absolutely, right. But I mean, those kids are the ones that are playing Pokemon. But even Go. they would know the Gen One. Like in yeah. Pokemon, yeah. it's always that shit. So I feel like you won't be lost watching it because I feel like they're not going to dive too much into the lore of Pokemon with all the random ones. But yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm excited. Also, Pokemon Go is making a huge comeback. Mm-hmm. Like at my school, all I see are kids sitting in class playing Pokemon Go. I'm like, oh man, that was an epidemic. I was even a part of it. Like you go to certain spots in the city. You go to certain parts in the city and like you know that was a hot spot. Someone threw up um whatchamacallit? Uh Allure. Allure. Mm-hmm. And like you'd be there for hours. Downtown and university were like the biggest hot spots for well, that kind of stuff. I stopped playing after the Dragonite incident of two thousand sixteen. <laughs> what was it? Dragonites. Yeah. We oh. chased a Dragonite we were down in Saskia- one downtown place. Saskatoon and we were like for blocks we were tracing a Dragonite and then I was the only one that got it. I was so mad. He lost it. I I, I was the only one. And then another friend of mine. Ultra balls in that fucking thing would not like and we're talking i had the curve down so my targeting was perfect i had the spin everything that was an old phone too i gotta wonder if i logged in my account it should still act if you used it i logged back in so i used my uh google my gmail i think i used my so that's what i did and i saw like 2016 was when i was playing it it was just (laughs) oh my goodness Um, so long ago (laughs) before we get into the spider-man one because i saw some people i saw like the oh they're caught they're they're having a conversation um uh, chris hemsworth signed on for two movies yeah, he and he even said that he would do it forever. Uh, yeah, he he's could. he's gone been renewed obviously because of so Ragnar will that just be another Thor movie in Guardians or? As well, I think because the, the script was already done before they fired game, James Gunn, they were originally going to use his script. Yeah. I don't know how complete it was. Yeah, my guess is they're the, they could write him in, but I don't think he'd have to be a bigger role, and I don't think they're going to do it. I think I wouldn't. Yeah, it's... I love the guy to death. I love his character so much, but he would take away from the Guardians at that point. Yep. And I think uh, there's some big things happening with the Guardians, especially if they decide to introduce Adam Warlock. Oh uh, yeah, I believe and he said they were, and didn't he? I think that was supposed to be the main catalyst. I mean, they hinted at the very end of Guardians of the Galaxy two, right. so three you'd expect Adam Warlock to come around and mess with stuff too and who knows he might 
go at it with uh, Infinity Stones too, but they don't technically exist, whatever. There's a whole thing with that probably, but who knows. That being said, I would pay double to see an Asgardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, like, yeah. I would, I would pay all the money in the world to see that uh, so bad because that would be awesome. Yeah. And specifically just watching... Thor, Groot, and Rocket just doing their own thing. Yeah. I mean, Drax in there a little bit, Mantis or whatever, but those three are just, mm-hmm. th- th- that's travel companions right there. Absolutely. And yes, he did say Asgardian of the Galaxies. Asgardians, Asgardians. of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. That yeah. was, I guess, the big one. Because we're going oh, to get into the Game of Thrones uh, at last episode, by the way, but yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home. Gentlemen. I like, people, I don't know, I don't understand why these comic book fans are always like, proclaiming about comic book accuracy i'm sorry the mcu is much bigger than the comic books at this point like you can read the comic books that's great yeah. the mcu is not comic book accurate it doesn't have to be it's its own thing now like it's also sony too and they haven't been very accurate about a lot of things but, yeah. but a majority of marvel fans nowadays don't read the comic books i've never or have they like they haven't read i've never i haven't i've read a couple but i'm not yeah. like an avid fan i've read some of the big ones like i've read i've actually read this one um, and I've read a lot of the Spider-Man ones, and I've read I have never read a Guardians of the Galaxy one. I never read a Thor one. No. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man was it for me, yeah. and then DC mainly. But I am X-Men. excited. I, I read I read more X-Men. I'm excited for this movie just because a it looks like it has a more serious tone, mm-hmm. or like not merely a tone, but more theme. I'd yeah. say. Well, mm-hmm. we're out of high school. We're we're in the real world. Yeah. I think the jokes look pretty. Like it looks pretty. You know, Spider-Man like. I it, the, it fits his character, obviously. I thought yeah. the MJ scene where he goes to like say he loves yeah. her, he's like, yeah. that you're Spider-Man? Well, no, well, it's kind of obvious, which is true because yeah, yeah. You know, Spider-Man shows up to Washington, D.C., shows up in Europe. Yeah. You know? and, and they made her out to be a, like a very perceptive and intelligent character in the first yeah. one. Like I'd be amazed if she wasn't the one to figure it out. I'm like, well, yeah, of course she did. Like, and also there's a theory that she is Nick Fury's daughter, which I don't know. That'd be weird. But because... The theory is that in Homecoming, when it kind of showed like the credits, yeah. an eye patch went over her eye. And I don't know, he's in Europe too, I guess. So I don't really know much about the theory, but I think it's interesting. It's a bit of a stretch, but hey, you never know. Oh. Um, that's it. I'm excited. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. Well, tickets are out now. There's a lot of talk on whether, you know, as the trailer revealed that he's from the another word, yeah. world and yeah. he dropped that uh, coin phrase, the multiverse kind of thing. And everyone's been freaking out over that. Over and, that yeah. too. But the biggest question is that Quentin Beck, they said, has always been like a trickster and like a, that kind of he, thing. He's so. a failed, he's a failed uh, illusionist, uh, magician, a magician yeah. and he does special effects stuff. Exactly. So they're... The thing is, we don't know how this Quentin Beck and how he's going to play. As much as we see, he's technically part of the Avengers in, in like through Nick Fury, his rebuilding his empire kind of thing. Okay. And it's making it seem like he's hel- he's helping Fury and stopping stuff away where the Avengers aren't there kind of thing. So um, it's making him out to be a good guy. Who knows if he'll twist or if there's actually, he's working them in some way that could come about as well. But as far as we see, he's helping the situation, but I'm we'll still, see. I'm still holding on to my theory that he is the bad guy. True. Um, like he brought all those, Titans or the whatever elementals, elementals yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think there's a multiverse. I think that is a red herring. Okay. Um, I think what's what's really happening is because he's got these abilities, he can mm-hmm. say, "I'm from another planet." Yeah. Like everybody knows about the snap. The whole world knows that it happened. Yep. Um, if if it is the if the multiverse is real, maybe he went to those other spots, but he, Quentin Beck doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. Like in the, in the comic. So then they would be drastically changing his origins, which fine, as long as it works, I could care less. Yeah. Um, 
even though he's he's a really great villain. Mm. I think he's still going to be a villain. I think a lot of what he was saying to Peter in that trailer is in regards to how he wishes he could be. Like, I wish I had someone like you. See, he says something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that uh, the, he's most likely tricking them and saying there's a multiverse mm-hmm. and that he's from there. Yeah. And that, you know, he is a hero and he's come to help wherever he needs to help. Um, but in the trailer, the thing that stood out to me was actually those couple scenes where, uh, which I think someone actually asked us who's going to be the new leader of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. I don't think that this is yeah. going to be the case, but you know, there, there is that void where Iron Man's gone. I think we're all going to feel gonna it. Who's going to be the next Iron Man? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I think the other thing, too, is that, you know, there was re- some really good scenes where he you could tell, like, he's in tears and he's yeah. crying. And, and he's ev- and Iron Man's everywhere. Yeah. You know? And for a kid that didn't have a father, and this was the closest thing to a father figure, like, yeah. that's a big thing. Yeah. You know? So I, that's, that's some... Yeah. More heavy the nice, themes. Uh, the the funny joke between like how he ghosted Nick Fury and like just went to oh yeah, that was like great. you don't do that Nick Fury because <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to talk to Nick. Well, Fury. exactly. It's that's awesome. There's gonna be a good humor. There's gonna be that emotion mm-hmm. and the, the action, of course. And yeah. we'll see how he progresses his story and the dynamics stuff. What do you think of my my multiverse theory? I feel like I've heard people say it too, where they don't think it's real, and I. Mm-hmm. I don't know because it makes sense because if they're going to introduce the X Men, it makes sense for them to come from the, the from the multiverse. Are you saying just, that because they've been like, well, where have you guys been this whole time? Yeah, like okay. just like in terms of story, I feel like that makes the most sense to introduce them. Mm-hmm. But I also do see your point where it's like also very likely that he's just pulling it out of his ass mm-hmm. yeah. because you know if he was here the whole time, why the hell wasn't he you know like doing this shit before? Yeah, for sure. That's always been an a, an argument. I mean, that was my Captain Marvel argument. It's like, where was she when a hole was torn in Earth? Like, you'd think that would be... Like, that's a tough part when you introduce characters later on because then you're yeah. thinking, like, depending on how powerful they are, the hell were you this whole time? Yeah. And there's also the question that if the snap caused a multiverse to whatever, mm-hmm. why wouldn't the original one do that? Yeah. And then why did it only happen the second time? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I I actually, 50-50, like, I have no idea how it could go. I could see both sides. I hope it's the multiverse just because it mm-hmm. would open the door for the X-Men and make more sense to introduce them that way yeah. rather than just kind of coming out of nowhere. I mean, they could be hiding underground, I guess, or some shit like that, but... I I don't I don't it's, see the X-Men really having an impact on what's going on right now. MCU um, stuff. MCU yeah. stuff. I think they're going to, like, table them for years later. It's going to take some very clever mapping on how they introduce a lot of this and without, like, say... I don't know how much like is it's probably the writers that maybe mapped this out, but then the Russos who were doing the eleven movie or the twenty two movie stretch for how many years they mapped out how they wanted everything to go kind of thing, right? Up until Endgame. Up, up until Endgame. Uh, after so that, now, Marcus so now it's, like they, they now didn't. it's potentially up in the air if they have certain writers or Kevin Feige is obviously going to still be a part of it. Also, he's going to help map that out in the correct way, and it it'll be interesting. And the tough thing is again, technically Spider Man's on loan. But he's hardcore MCU now, and he's basically going to be. They're ba- what the what the trailer showed us is that you're going to need to step up as the new Iron Man, basically. Which do you think that he would be the one? Like, so is it Iron Man in essence, or Iron Man in overall? Like, uh, so sorry, what I mean by essence, Iron Man in the movies where he's going to be the new Iron Man. Yeah. Or is it going to is it more Iron Man in a um meta way where we're going to be following Peter Parker like we were following Iron Man. He I was hope a so. through line in Probably. That seems to make the most sense. Out of all the Marvel characters I'd like to follow in the MCU, Spider-Man is on top of that list. So yeah, He is, eh? 
I also see him leading the Avengers, though. Like, he, Captain Marvel, like, uh, to have a female lead a team is a good thing. But I feel like it feels very forced, especially with the scene in Endgame. That one scene that I've talked to many people about, and they all say that's the one scene they disliked because it was just so forced. Mm-hmm. Where they're getting the gauntlet, and they all, like, she's not alone, or whatever, she's not alone. Yeah, yeah, Because, like, in Infinity, the War, force, they, yeah. Infinity War, they did the same thing. Yeah. But, like, with Scarlet Witch, like, you know, oh, she's not alone. And then the mm-hmm. black. That was a, that yeah. was a great scene. But that made sense because it didn't feel so forced down your throat. But this one just felt so forced. And I feel I, like. I, that, I didn't that see goes, it. I didn't see it, it was wasn't, forced. It wasn't forced. It, listen, at the end of the day, a lot of uh, fan service was done in this movie. And it didn't sacrifice too much of what they were trying to do. And at the end of the day, it was a very small thing. I didn't dislike um, it. But I just thought, like, yeah. it felt too forced. Like, it could have been done more naturally. They, need, some they needed like that, that plug. I mean, like they Captain that Marvel plug. didn't need their help. Like she was blo- like flowing, flying no. through ships. Like yeah. not really. I, I, I like, think it was more so. Listen, Black Widow sacrificed herself for the team. So and, it was an ode to her. But it was like, look at what Black Widow started. Like, look at how we were able to take, yeah. you know, Black Widow, our only female character, and then develop all these other ones. A yeah. few aside that are powerful, intelligent, mm-hmm. well written, have great stories behind them. Yeah. Uh, everything like it's you know we got the whole package here kind of thing right so um yeah there was but look at it this way there was definitely some some you know yeah here's this and here's that or whatever like because we i don't know i don't know how to explain it from what i've read and the future of the mcu they basically made it seem like between Mm spider-man taking on the iron man persona and like you said the in essence uh Captain Marvel's there to take on the essence of Thor while he's doing what he's doing for now. Don't say that ever again. Ever again. I'm just telling you what I've been reading, and this is what they're hinting, because basically they said anyone that grabbed the Infinity Gauntlet is the one to be this to help lead. They kind of so I, I saw that too. So yeah. Black, Black Panther is another one who's yeah. going to basically take the form of the Captain America is essence. Even but though that's if, Falcon. But we're talking in the sense of leading the MCU. They're going to have their own thing. It's. I'm just telling you what, if you're talking about the next big three. This is what he re- you read. This. this is what I read. Yeah, so I'm, not, like, I'm not, I'm just, it's not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's what I, I've read. I just, I just find a few holes in it, but go True, ahead. True, but ahead. I'm just telling you, this is, they said, okay, those who grab the gauntlet are going to be part of leading the MCU. So you have the Black Panther who has that, you know, the serum like Captain America had. So he's gonna be that extra human. You have Spider Man with the with the tech. He's a uh-huh. smart kid at the end of the day, actually. So he's not as genius as Shuri, though. No, Shuri's ta- sure Shuri he isn't. Shuri must be the smartest person in the MCU, potentially, is what they've been hinting at too. And then Captain Marvel being the OP character that has come to light, mm-hmm. where that's where Thor was, mm-hmm. realistically. Mm-hmm. Because so that's that's what I'm saying. The big three that they introduced. So Hawkeye moved up to Black Widow spot. Well, Hawkeye's yeah. Done. Hawkeye's mean, retired. He's going to retire. Yeah. He's not going to keep. Going. He's going to train that Kate Bishop. Yeah, and, which and apparently if they bring Kate Bishop. They in. shot apparently an end scene with the uh, was it Catherine? Morgan. Yeah, yeah. From Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, and so she's supposed to take on the persona of Kate Bishop and be no, the that's, Hawkeye. That's Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Is that what it does? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Just telling that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how that tracks if. Um, theories that's all it is honestly so, yeah. i feel like spider-man far from home is gonna clear up a lot of this shit and this, ah really i think it'll be up. a nice epilogue i was yeah. against it when you told me because i was like well no this should end with endgame but it seems like you know it might be a nice epilogue to the whole well, thing. i feel like if they really ended things with endgame it'd be too messy like endgame kind of like ended 
on that one scene. I, I don't care. You know, if you haven't seen anything by now, well, honestly. The spoiler ban is lifted. Yeah. So. My page, I post facts, spoiler warnings here. You know, if you guys watch, I assume the like, hardcore fans actually watch this. My normal yeah. followers fucking barely any of you guys do. So when Tony Stark died, I feel like if they were really to like kind of like close it out that way and kind of like mm-hmm. show what happened afterwards, yeah. it would right. just be messy and wouldn't really like have as big an impact on like, you know, I love you 3000. And that's when the movie ends. Yeah. So, so I feel like Far From Home, like just dragging it out one more movie just so it's more clean is yeah. a bad thing. It's more of the picking up after we left off, mm-hmm. which is uh, my segue into what didn't really happen in this last episode of Game of Thrones called The Last Starks for some unknown reason. Was oh, that actually the title? Yeah, The Last oh. of the Starks. The Last of the Starks. We have some common so but with Far From Home. Oh, okay. Also, we have a lot of Game of Thrones ones, which I'll okay. come back to later because yeah, they yeah. were... I like the chat. The chat's the chat's active the tonight. The chat tonight is great. We've had at least ten people on the whole time. So Aaron's hype for Spider Man and John Wick. Dicuno says tickets are out now mm-hmm. for Far From Home. Uh is it possible that Iron Man is the other universe in the new Spider Man? Is in the other universe. And, yet, and yes. Someone had mentioned that I, well, if if this other universe exists, I don't think this is where I don't think the multiverse should work because then what is there another cap running around another Iron Man and all that stuff? Well, if it's already been shown, right? So. Right, but I, I think if they do, well, do that's that, a timeline, not well, that's time travel. Yeah. I think if that happens, it takes away what we experience in Endgame. It completely removes that. I don't want to see RDJ anymore. I don't want to hear him. Yeah. I don't want to see Cap or anything because that makes what happened to them lesser, in yeah. my opinion. I also heard a theory that uh, Robert Downey Jr. will be the next Jarvis. But he hasn't signed a contract, and I doubt he will. And honestly, yeah. for him to be the next Jarvis is kind of like his death is his death is meaningless because mm-hmm. he's still there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like yeah. I don't want that to be a thing. Uh, let's see. Robert Downey Jr. says he's done playing Iron Man, which we know. Uh, yeah. Somebody says Detective Pikachu was a nine out of ten. I've oh. been I've been seeing nothing but like outstanding tweets from people. Wow, well, they've already seen it today. Uh, Aaron said I love Guardians and totally agree. Thor would take away from the original group. Uh. Somebody said, what happened between Age of Ultron and Endgame that made Captain America worthy to lift the hammer? I posted a fact on it. Go check it out. I think it was he, literally everything he's done. The well, reason it's just he could he could lift it in Age of Ultron, but he just didn't. He chose not well, to. No, no, no. He didn't he choose just didn't. not to. Well, that's what. He this is what. able uh, to. Joss Whedon says he could do it. He just didn't want to embarrass Thor. See, that's from the comics, actually, too. Not, not necessarily. There's a theory that because he was hiding Tony Stark's parents' death to him, that's why he couldn't lift it. Yeah. But Joss Whedon himself said it, guys. So your theory is ab absolute, absolute, absolute. obsolete. I, I don't know if that uh, if that tracks. Well, um, it's just like the thing they tried to tell us that the Hulk was scared in Infinity War. I'm not buying it. I don't care who says it. Well, they didn't I say still, they didn't say that was just a theory. But apparently they said it's just he's tired of like yeah, being called Hulk, in all the time. Yeah, whatever. No, but they apparently the directors came out and said it. Wasn't I, the Russos that said? I could have sworn they said down. no because I was a, I believe it was a theory because I thought that too. But they said oh, okay. no it was because he just didn't want to get kept getting called on all the time to okay. like save the day. Yeah, yeah whatever. So apparently Gunn says that Guardians of Galaxy 3 will be the last time this lineup is together. Oh. From D. Cunios. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to see Scooby-Doo Zombieland or Zombie Island because Probably nobody not. watches Scooby-Doo animated movies anymore. Sorry. Uh, so somebody it's heard Nick Fury could be MJ's uncle. Mm-hmm. Most, uncle. And Sounds we got right. some in chat. Okay. Now we're into Game of Thrones comments. So let's just go into Game of Thrones. Okay. Okay. Um, first of all, I'm going to start off with this. Okay. Sorry. No. Did you guys like the episode? Eh. Yes and no. Yes and no. Eh. I thought it was like a filler. I don't understand. Of course it's a filler, yeah. I don't understand. Why do you have to treat Ghost like such shit? Like, 
I think it's just fan service. I've never grown up with pets. It was anti-fan service, it actually. Was, no, no. I feel like <laughs> just it was too, seeing. I feel it was like it was too late a, to add him into the show, so they just kind of like no, no, threw no, him no, in no, scenes. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. They couldn't... The, the poor dire wolf yeah. had his fucking... Half his ear off, bleeding on the side, like just sitting there like, hey, man, I kind of went in for you. Mm-hmm. I've been around for a long time. And they didn't even have it in their quote their budget to have him walk up and at yeah. least address. Spoilers for Red Dead Redemption: My horse gets shot at the final, like the final ten minutes of the thing, and even Arthur Morgan goes over while he's wheezing from. I think he had tuberculosis. He's dying, mm-hmm. and he still had time to go over, pet his horse, and thank him. I teared up, and it was beautiful. And you're telling me. You're gonna give a head nod to your dire wolf. Just triggered. That's just a, that's just uh, a thing John for Wick. Me. <laughs> that's just oh a thing. yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna start it like that. All right. But wh- okay. Uh, where else can we go? Uh, do we? Okay. Go are we gonna do a? I like going in order because we can cover. No, no. I get it. But then what happens is we end up just like what? Okay. We'll go in order. The funeral. Yes. They, those were a lot of really mm. organized pyres that they got together. Very much so. Uh, beautiful sequence with Daenerys and um, Jorah. Jorah. Yeah. I felt that Daenerys this episode had more acting range. They yep. were they gave Amelia Clark more things to work with emotionally than they have for seasons. Yeah. Since Drogo, uh, uh, Drago. Drago died. Cal Drogo died. Not Sorry. Ivan Drago. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking of Drago. Um, <laughs> since he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this was this was the in terms of acting this was her best uh, episode in a, yeah. in, in a very long time. Um, we have that for some reason they decided uh, we have nobody else for John so we're just gonna throw Liana Mormont in front of you, Ed, and then uh, Sam with Ed. Was it Sam with Ed? Sam was with oh, okay. Ed. So that's fair because like Liana Mormont like was always having his back and up until he gave up his crown and that kind of stuff. So for it's sure, like, he's he giving him the gears, the business. Exactly. So he's like he respected her quite a bit, and mm-hmm. she's the one who basically crowned him king in essence, right? Yeah. So yeah, he was a lot there. So it made sense why he went with her, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And then Sansa with Theon. Sansa with Theon. That, that was, was expected nice. and gave him that little Stark pin. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was nice. Um. Then they burn them all. John yep. has a really big speech. It was really nice. Yeah. Then we get to a party. Yeah. And this was nice. I liked yeah. a lot of what was in. I liked a lot of what was going on with the conversations. People yeah. with like the Hound with Gendry and um, the, the Lannisters were together yeah. and all the people were together. But at the same time, it felt very days of our lives because every time someone was talking to somebody else, you have, you a, have a shot to Daenerys. Yes. And she was looking at. Pulling a like brand start, just staring at people. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just the dinner. She was the most focal for stares and looks sure. and stuff like that. But they, I was reading, I was watching the inside the episode uh, on uh, YouTube and stuff like that. And like, that was probably one of the most difficult scenes because they have all their main characters. People are having conversations with other people. So you got to focus on one. You're talking but, technically. Right. I'm just, I'm not, take technical out of the way. Okay. I'm just saying in terms of what's going on with our characters. Okay. You know, and so there was a lot of that, like, oh, He's talking to that person and I'm going to they're going to hold and stare at him for a bit mm-hmm. to make to create drama with everything because Daenerys is seeing like I've sacrificed my armies and my dragon and all yep. that shit. Well, not this, the other one yet, but I've sacrificed a lot and you guys mm-hmm. still don't care about me. Yep. You know, and they're Gendry's looking for Arya um, and then she 
makes him the king of what is this place? What's Storm? Storm's End, where Dragonstone is. Uh-huh. That's where the Baratheons were always for forever. That's where their their home is, kind of okay. thing. Okay. Okay. So okay. after the like the Targaryens took over, that's where the Baratheons got. And that go. was such a PR move, by the way. It was like the way she, she was, was like she was oh, him out, and then yeah. she was in her and, role. Like, nobody right gave a fuck anyway yeah. after the news. Yeah. She kind of sat there like, oh. Also, she's not queen of anything, so I don't even think she can do that. I think it's more so like, listen, um, it, the, amongst that group. They she call is. her queen, so she has every right to do it now, because that's that's what it is. But I I can't give you agency over somebody else's thing when I don't control that thing. It's like yet. a check though. It like, don't cash matter, it in yeah. now, but yeah, like, it's, do it in a bit. Yeah, that's yeah. how it always works. We're gonna give you this when I take over because they assume they're gonna win. So it's not to the say that she can't do it. She can, based in that group, they all call her queen, more or less, whatever. Yeah, and so she can legitimize him. And go on from there. So who told her that he was a Baratheon? Because well, last I heard... John probably. Okay. assume that happened. Okay. just They never had a scene. She just happened to know that he was a Baratheon. Just, unless Davos well, told I assume him, people would be talking about Tyrion. it. Yeah, but the only person that he ever said it to ever was uh, was Davos, I think. When well, he Davos sent already off. knew. Yeah. And Davos. then Arya. When... I, but John knows too. Does he? Told, he? Yeah, because he told well, him about the cave. We never saw that fucking scene where he told him about... I just remember I didn't remember a lot about the episode. Sorry, that yeah. I'm jumping ahead, but like it's okay. It was a very forgettable episode. Yeah, they never they were having that scene where he's gonna tell him about his true name, mm-hmm. and they actually never showed. It. I thought they were gonna come back to it, and I just remembered that now that they never actually no. did. There, it. There's a lot of stuff that yeah, they're yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. right now. They sh- they're shooting the season very poorly. Like, I there's a lot of things are confusing. They're Listen, rushing it. I That's think they why. needed ten episodes, and the last five an hour and a half. Get your first five with filler, and, or not filler, but. But the problem with putting everything in one is the movie problem, where it's like we only have a certain amount of time to fill, yeah, yeah. to add stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They decided to do just the ten, the seven episodes, or they should have just done ten. Yep. Um, and and you really notice yeah, it even because eight, they could have gone away with it. Maybe sure, because then what I was going with before of not explaining things, or sorry, mm-hmm. we were talking about explaining things, and then something that doesn't explain everything. Literally after the fact. Sorry, after the long night, nothing happened. Huh. I didn't really have that. Okay. Oh, questions. Um, literally, no one has mentioned anything after. Bran is useless now, and it seemingly he has been useless this whole time. Mm-hmm. This whole issue with the um, the Night King going out like a bitch, mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Um, really shattered expectation. Expect. Fuck me. Why can I talk? You, you know what? We had actually had a discussion on this on Monday. Your humor is lacking, and it's going downhill. I think it's your execution. Honestly, man, like I've been talking <laughs> a lot the past couple days. I tried for MC, and I'm just like out. I was witty as fuck, and I'm just tired of so talking. So you're using all your wittiness on something superfluous. I'm grad MC now, so I guess it worked. It's one. It's a. It's a high school graduation. So I can plug entertain facts. Unbelievable. <laughs> for four <laughs> hours. And so no one mentions anything about the Night King at all. What does anything mean? What does this Lord of Light stuff? Why was this? Why did a ghost come out of Melisandre's like business? No one down knows there? that though. No, I know, but I'm saying is like, are you saying in the past? There's season? nothing like this whole long night that they've been building to, which is the issue I had last week, means nothing. There's so many things that they introduce, and my thing is this: mm-hmm. don't introduce something because you have to deliver on it. So if they never introduced a lot of this stuff, it wouldn't have happened. Case in point, the whole Jamie and Brienne doing it didn't care for it. I felt their relationship was stronger when it was 
him respecting her because he knighted her and they didn't have to have this thing where like they just had to get together seemed very like forced and we're gonna just throw this there even though Tyrion's a pretty good wingman because he blocked Tormund who cried and then was over it with for about five minutes yeah like there was some good stuff in there Mm -hmm. the Tormund with Jon they're all like cheering him on and Daenerys is just like looking and she's not she's unhappy with what's going on rightfully so because he's there like oh he rode a dragon it's like well i rode a dragon they were my dragons and they just kind of kept doubling down and doubling down calling him king and all yeah this. like so there's like his drunken pals and like she's in the corner which that part was great yeah the thing is this had some of the better game of throne like traditional game of thrones moments yeah but it wasn't weaved together in a classic game of thrones way mm-hmm um, another case in point would be Braun. Yeah. How the fuck did Braun show up? Was mm-hmm. he just waiting on a hill for a while? Like, he just happened oh, to show up. Oh, they got at... the bow and arrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Braun shows up while, like, what did you say? Hey, we're the Lannister boys. Oh, they're in that uh, little question, shed over there. Question for you. Do you think the Lannisters were still in Winterfell, like in Winterfell? Or were they at the tavern, like in the town outside of it? You mean Tyrion and Jamie? Tyrion and Jamie. Were they having a drink like... in Winterfell? Or was yeah. it... Okay, I don't know. For whatever reason, I have in my head that they were like in the the pub in the town nearby. They decided. I don't think there's a town nearby with a pub. Is there not? I don't think Winter so. Town, the one. So Either, the one. I don't know. You know the stuff better than I do. When they walk in in the in the first episode in season eight, they pass a little town right before. I don't. Maybe know. they were there. I don't know. It just seems odd that Bronn could easily weasel his way, and I mean, Bronn is who he is. I guess you could say, but at the same token, to get into Winterfell find exactly where they are and go in and threaten them and do his thing and then peace out. Well, and and this is where, so how he got there, who knows? But when he was there, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like he was threatening them. He was being classic brawn, taking care of himself. They gave him high garden or supposedly high garden, just like Daenerys gave him. There's like nothing's happened yet or whatever. But does it really matter how he got there? Yeah. Because like it's wouldn't be like more as a, like better as a surprise to see him there. Like in Endgame, if you saw Captain America get up and walk towards Thor Hammer, yeah, it'd be like, oh, that's you mean cool. Thor's hammer. What did I say? Did, Thor did we, I don't think we saw Bronze since season episode one. Since the first episode. Where so he like, gave I'm just yeah. saying, like, it'd be more like it's just more cool, I guess, to see it happen surprisingly than see him yeah. like, hey, where are the Lannisters? Oh, yeah. they're over there. Okay, cool. See you, you know later. What's more surprisingly in that first episode, actually seeing Jamie show up in Winterfell and how he got from Outside, one part to yeah. the other because these guys just got ransacked. And they're just going to let some random person in w- yeah. with a giant crossbow. Like, those are the things that are kind of like, he just shows up for no reason. That The Thor hammer thing, that was in a situation where Thor was actually getting, was dying. Okay? And so, that makes more sense because guess what? He was already on the battlefield. It'd be different if Thor was, I don't know, in Wyoming and... This whole battle's happening at Avengers thing, and then all of a sudden the hammer lifts up, and there's there's Captain America. Sorry, did I say Thor twice? I don't know. Anyways, I think if, if Cap was in Wyoming, and then all of a sudden he just Deus Ex Machina right into the middle of the battle. Saying, you said Cap again. I said Cap. Yeah, I'm saying Cap. I don't know. I don't know either. He's saying. I get his point. He, he's I don't trying really, to com- He's trying to compare that. Okay. I'm just, I just think it doesn't matter Cap. to him. Like. Going to ask where they are. No, it does because that's Maybe he's the laziness. For them. No, that's the laziness of the show. But to be they, fair, they don't have time to do this shit. Like with Night King, they don't have time to fucking sit and talk about them. Which is the whole issue with this entire. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying yeah. they don't have. They simply don't have yeah, the time. I get that. But all I'm saying to to your cap and like hammer thing, if he was in another place altogether, then he showed up. Then he'd be like, where the fuck was he? But if you knew Cap was on the way, because he said he was on the way in episode one. 
So if you knew Cap was on the way to Wyoming. Okay, so where was he stationed while this whole battle of Winterfell was happening? Then the Why question. Why keep saying Cap? Sorry, because I don't know he said Thor was somewhere else and Cap no, was I going said, to him. I said Cap was somewhere else, oh. and you mentioned Thor's Jesus. hammer. I don't understand your analogy. I don't know, man. Just you're the leave, one that brought it up. Leave, leave the was, whole Thor thing aside, he's please. He's the one that brought it up. Okay, I'm just telling you, it's like getting ridiculous. Anyways, Anyways go if, on. If Wyoming. They showed, if they showed him at the end of a, another M episode being by Winterfell, or like the questions that arise are this: Where were you when this whole battle was going on? Where did you just on happen to get there in time? But How if you long saw the did battle? It you would you it? go down and join in the He's fight? He's also coming no, from the south, and everything was happening. In the listen, north. I, I'm, I get that, but you would obviously notice that there's this giant million-person fight going on in this small castle. Yeah, you're gonna notice that. Yes. right. So the questions in my mind, as someone that's working out the logistics, how did A get to B when you've got all these other things going on? But the battle. So then also, he just thing? showed up after. The battle happened at night, though. Like, would he travel at night or would he be sleeping? I don't know. He happened to be there at night the next night. But if you show up, it's different than, like, you show up at that time and you yeah. go and you're there so at night. Rather than probably like, on his so way. Then, so, then, uh, so then what you're saying is that he waited until at night and then someone at the gate just let this dude with a crossbow come through after they literally just well, got attacked? Well, wouldn't the defenses be like, the castle's kind of broken. Couldn't he just sneak in? I guess so. Like they're all celebrating, but they will be on like high like defense. It's not out of the realm of possibility. He snuck in. He no, did it was his thing. it was super convenient. But this well, is, what else are they gonna do? But this is my point to <laughs> okay. how, what they've done is they've set up these things mm -hmm. and they're doing a terrible job of executing them. Okay. They set up the Night King for seasons. Terrible job of getting rid of them. And now it literally means nothing because no one's even gonna talk about it. And I'm saying talk about it as in let's have some in, some let's get some of our questions answered. Right. Instead of showing Jamie banging Brienne twice because now they're sleeping. I don't know. The they all bed. survived. The last thing they want to do is sit and reminisce about their impending death. That Reminiscing was about... is one thing. OK. But having Bran actually be useful for once in the entire show well, not is gonna... another thing. Well, he told Tyrion about his freaking chair that came from Aegon Targaryen's uh, or one of the Targaryen's guys. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not going to tell him about, hey, what, by the way, but watch out for this shit. So. Yeah. We're just playing devil's advocate. I'm just playing devil's yeah. advocate. No, honestly. I, I know yeah, you are. I, I know you are. And, and that's the problem is, is that when you have to do that, this is the same thing we talked about. We've talked about this on many things. Like if, if you can't make it work and it doesn't make sense, then there are going to be questions about that. Um, where else do we go from there? Have you seen the episode again? I was just about to watch it before I never had time, though, unfortunately. But yeah. So we were talking about how they were talking. They just had sex. So what's after? Oh, no. The crossbow. Obviously, that's how this whole thing started. So what happened after the crossbow? Great scene. Okay. Their conversation, great. I like Good. that. But the before and after, it's like Danny and John in the yes. room. They have their little moment where, like, you know, they finally have a moment alone. Mm -hmm. They get back lovey dovey, and she starts in it again mm -hmm. about what are we going to do about your thing, mm -hmm. and goes into it like he doesn't care. He still loves her regardless of him being like her being his aunt. And he has that moment of clarity a little bit, but. It's more so her being like just stuck on the whole thing. You can't tell anybody. You can't do this. And it's like it doesn't matter. And he's like, I have to tell my sisters mm -hmm. and go on from there. But because yeah. he thinks everything's great, yeah, or everything's going to be great. Well, which it, really she isn't can't the case. let it go and let it be what it'll be. And mm -hmm. he's just trying to move on with it. And it's like I still care about you, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what we are or what this is. It's like I care about you. But she's like 
no, I care about you not saying a shit and me maintaining my title. She's very controlling. Very much so. Well, and, and that's what they, they've turned John into a puppy in, a, in and of, its, yeah. of himself. Like, he's just turned into this little puppy. Like just call him a bitch. He's a bitch. Him. He's a bitch. Yeah. They've turned Jon Snow into a bitch. Oh, and it's even more apparent later on when they're having the little talk about what to do next kind of yeah. thing. Right? So... Um, I loved the fact that Arya told Gendry, like, no, that's not me. No. Oh, yeah, there was that, too. I thought that was great. I, I, I thought that was a really nice scene. It would have like made sense for her character. Back. I like that. Well, that's, again, that's a great point. It's like because watching doing Batman so have many, sex. It just, it's just not pleasant to watch. But they're showing, they're showing so many things happening yeah. that aren't to character and some things that are. Yeah. But I really felt this episode, they doubled down on, let's really hint at her being the Night Queen. Or the the Mad Queen, sorry, not the yeah, Mad Queen. yeah. Um, also, there was some uh, uh, Michelle Boyd from Fandom. Uh, it's a YouTube channel. It's like mm-hmm, a subsidy mm-hmm. of Screen Junkies. She was talking about how I, she's like, I think the show has gotten to a point. She said, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, where we're expecting other things, and they're literally telling us because in that episode before the battle. Too. We only have a minute 10 on the live. So sorry if uh, we lose you in about a minute 10. She's like, try to answer those um, questions. <laughs> yeah. In, in the other one, oh, or in that second episode, for the good ones. Tyrion yeah. literally says, I think we're going to survive. And guess what? They survive. Yeah. Like there's so many things that they're literally telling us, but we're trying to find more into it because guess what? The show used to be like that and it's not anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the whole Danny and John thing was kind of frustrating. The Arya thing was great. I didn't care that Brienne and Jamie uh, got together, I, even though hmm. it was, you know, nice to see that Brienne finally is no longer a virgin. Yeah. And apparently Pod was a virgin. Yeah, he drank after. But yeah. then he like he went after those two girls. So right. it's like, yeah. OK. <laughs> um, and then Tormund found a girl after he got over the Brienne In thing. In the end, yeah. Um, what else? Kay the Hound didn't get a girl. No, the, the Hound, hound doesn't never. want a girl. The Hound's funny. I hated the fact. hated, hated the scene. We finally get John. Bye, everybody on the live show. Uh, everybody listening right now, we're still going. We're just saying bye to the Instagram live. You had six seconds left. 239 viewers? Holy shit. It's popping, just like last year. Popping. Okay, now we're in. That's high. We have like 160. Yeah. That's actually like That's a crazy number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but now we're in our chill zone. Everybody, if you feel the mood changing, that's because we're relaxing. Anyways. Go on. Um... Why the hell wouldn't they at least let us see here John tell sorry, let us see John tell Arya and Sansa who yeah. he is and let's see their reaction. That one really pissed me off, but I <laughs> What a garbage move to do. Like yeah. this is what makes me believe like th- this is where because the one guy actually wrote on Wolverine Origins, I think we talked about this, and yeah. so he's partly responsible for closing Deadpool's mouth. Yeah. I'm like this is you. Like this is this is the stupid things that you do, thinking that we're going to subvert expectations. This is how dumb you guys have become. Quite honestly, some of the best scenes that have happened in this season for me personally is when his origins have been revealed because they've done it in a really good way with Sam in the first episode, and then John gave told Danny in the third episode. It was great, and then even go back to the last season how they mm-hmm. ended it where John and or. Uh, Sam and Bran figured it out. Sure. Bran, yeah. And Bran's the bronze. Bran's the bronze. And now they kind of, we lost another good opportunity for a great scene of his lineage being released. And at the end of the day, Game of Thrones is kind of more so about Jon 
Like he's like you he's have like the Iron the Throne. Character. He's a the next main character for sure. Mm-hmm. His whole lineage, the whole history behind what happened was just like it fueled everything and why everything's happened the way it's happened. Well, because to be fair, of him. that that whole thing sparked the Robert the Robert's rebellion, rebellion and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah. So yep, yeah. The other thing I disliked about that scene was the fact. Well, You're not only it so it's facing you. I'm like, You're talking to the side of the. Thing. Not only the fact that they didn't show the scene. But the fact that the follow of the scene didn't really matter. They just had like nothing resting bitch face and that was it. But he didn't even say it either. So first he let Brand <laughs> he said he let Brand say it. And then there was that thing where it was like Brand said something else. Like there, there was that weird thing between him and Brand where you tell him, no, you tell him, no, you tell him. I got to tell you guys something. It was more of a you look and he's basically like it's up. It's your choice. It's your thing to say. And also, thing. why wouldn't they believe him? He fucking rode in on dragons. Like, he rode a dragon. You think they wouldn't believe that? But the thing is, no one's addressed the fact that only a Targaryen can ride a dragon. Oh, forget that. I'm just telling you. I don't though, even think that Daenerys doesn't even know that. No, no, but I'm just saying so, nobody knows that. But it looks great that he did it, but they don't know what it actually implies. Right, but that doesn't. I don't think it implies anything. Mm. I don't. I think the show is pretending that it implies something. Yeah. But what I'm saying is this. You auto- automatically cut from there. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it the scene directly after Arya... On the horse, walking yep. with the hound. Yeah, I have pieced out. What kind of cut was that? Like she just seems like everything's normal. Like she didn't just hear a huge blow—not a blow, but a huge she, revelation. She did hear it. She's just honorable enough to not say anything and just carry on with her mission. And okay. That's it. Uh, you cannot defend it. I did. No, you just can't. now. You, poorly. <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> no, but like fight me. <laughs> I'm saying like they, they cut from this thing that you said they've done so well and. For our main character, Did I, sorry, you said they've done previously, sorry, yeah. sorry, so well. And for our main character, and this yeah. whole thing's about him and stuff. And you're trying to justify them, them hearing something huge and then cutting her because I, she's Batman and she's going on to I her didn't mission. Justify anything? All I said is what she did, and it's like, it is what it is. I see both sides. Yeah, I see that's in her character not to say anything. I do see how it's stupid though, how no one actually reacted to True. it. True. Well, we never got to see it. Well, I not even just outside. It's the way like. Maybe their body, like, language, the way they kind of talk or, like, look, like, not, like, look shocked or kind of, like... Have a see, like, have a see what's going on. Like, let us see this because, yes, I get when she's walking with him, she's not going to say anything because she promised. Well, and she's she's just taking it all in. She's thinking. She's breaking the conversation, having him, like, what are you going to do and this and that. But I can't justify the fact that they didn't show the scene. I just can't imagine... I don't justify that at all. ...what the pros are for not showing it. No, man. I told you I didn't like that. I just, like, because they did such a good job before. This was a fail. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is the fact that Aya decided to peace out, kept her mouth shut. That is what it is. We we didn't get the scene. Sucks. What happens after speaks obviously to the characters, and they stay true to that. That's the one thing you can say. At least they stay true to most of their characters, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Especially now with that information. So Aya, stone cold. She's kind of just drinking it all in, and she goes decide to join the Hound wherever he might be going. Well, she was but going. She was, she was going her anyway. First, and then the Hound. No, or Hound she... was already heading, and she happened yeah. to be catching up to him. He's like, "Oh, where are you going, King's Landing?" He's like, "Oh, me too. I got unfinished business. So do I." Kind of thing. Let's share the road like we used to. Well, I liked that scene a lot because oh, it was great. It's they always have... great seeing those two together. Like oh, those two yeah. have great chemistry on screen, and. Arya is not coming back. That's, at probably least that's not. what she said. Yeah. So she's probably gonna die. Yeah. I think. Well, maybe. Um, or she's going to maybe kill Cersei, and I assume then, that's where she's going. And well, well I know that's, that, I know that's where she's going, but I'm saying kill her and then kind of go off and do on her own adventures, probably like the adventures of Arya, right? That's a spinoff show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sansa on the. Do rampart. you think Sansa told Tyrion 
So it starts like so the way that they showed in the show, at least from what I remember, she said it at the end, right? What if there's another? Yeah. Okay. I it didn't feel to me that she was already intending to tell him, and she kind of told him last minute. Yeah. But her telling him was then it's intentional, and also she can't keep a secret. Yeah. To make sure to try to plant this seed. To ruin Daenerys's thing underneath. Well, here she already doesn't like her, obviously. So maybe she wasn't intending to, but she was just so distraught by the information. While and then Daener- and then Tyrion's on top of it, trying to defend her the whole time. Mm-hmm. On top of it, so that just set her off and said like, "Oh yeah, Daenerys is good. There is good." It's like, well, what if there's actually someone better with the right lineage, which is the whole with the right stuff, right? Exactly. So that's why. She probably wasn't initially, but because he kept driving it home mm-hmm. that she's good, you should give her a chance, you should talk to her, like, blah, 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 or she's still your queen. Like, he was throwing all that in front of her face, and she's like, well, why have another guy here who could do it, too? So, well, be- And she paused, but also yeah. it seemed like a move that, like, it would be smart for her to do, but like, because look at what happened after. But before we get to that, mm-hmm. we get our essentially goodbyes to a lot of these characters. So Tormund's going north. He's yes. saying goodbye to Sam. Like, this is essentially, I think, the show being like, say bye to these guys, because this yeah. is the last time that we're ever going to see them again. Yeah. I honestly think that's what the case is. Very possible. And he completely just ghosts ghost. Mm-hmm. And that really bugged me, because they have been really screwing with him, and these direwolves are supposed to be mythic creatures, dragon-level mythic creatures. Yeah. Like, not obviously it's size, just, but it just felt like, and you look at the poor thing, mm-hmm. and it's half torn apart, Yeah, and he just looks and nods like, come well, on. We haven't really seen Ghost for a very long time. He showed up at the battle out of nowhere, so it was very ridiculous how they went about that. When you remember in season two, I think, mm-hmm. two or three, two, I think, okay. where John goes north again mm-hmm. to kill all the mutineers and stuff like that and he ends up with ghost again and he comes and he pets him and it's a whole thing that's what you'd expect from this scene 100%. i can't imagine money is an issue i'm gonna say that's me too i think, I think that's, that's bullshit 100 percent. i agree with you in in a scene where there wasn't a a dragon and actually that whole episode you didn't see a dragon till the end yeah realistically yep None of the dragons were out during the funeral thing, I think. They and were I doing be- their own thing. And I so, bet you they saved a shit ton of money for making everything super dark and foggy the episode before. Because you can. So, That's how you cheat on CGI. That's how Venom got away with it. Yeah. As much as the director tried to say, oh, it's it's a strong scene. It not He didn't... He said, like, yes, everyone wanted the interaction to, like, physically. But he said it also... The, the interaction with the CG uh, ghost, it was difficult. I don't know. He used an excuse. I think it's bullshit. It is. And he could have easily just gone, boy, go with Tormund, have fun kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, it was really dumb how they did that part, for sure. Um, cut to Dragonstone. So he says bye to everyone. Yeah. Sa- uh, Gilly's pregnant again or whatever. Are we yeah. in Dragonstone yet? Oh, might as well. I don't know what else happened. In between? Either. Yeah. I only saw it the ones. Yeah, they so, team up in Dragonstone. Sorry, boats and dragons. Obviously, the biggest criticism this week is she's so high up in the air. How did yeah. she? How didn't she see Euron? So yeah. we get this whole nice flying thing, and they fucked that dragon up. Honestly, like, it's surpri- like it was a surprising move. But oh yeah, the like the what they show like twice in the neck, like that was pretty. That was gruesome. But they're also very good at aiming that thing. I feel like they were, but, but at yeah. the same token, when 
Danny went to go after him with Drogon, they missed completely. So it's <laughs> yeah. like it yeah. it doesn't make sense sometimes how they do it. And home, oh okay, so it's uh, like the Star a, Wars Star, a co- uh, stormtrooper storm thing. Trooper a coworker of mine sent me uh, a supercut of basically uh, one of the directors. He's like, oh, Danny must have forgot about the Iron Fleet, and it shows every clip about her mentioning the Iron Fleet. Where's Euron? How are we going to destroy him? And then goes back, well, maybe she just forgot about it. Again, another thing. And it's just like, <laughs> how they're literally right in front of your face. How do you not like think about them? You're anyway. so high up. Like, well, not even that. And like, that was a big fleet. Yeah. I, I can't imagine those stones like really hid them very well. And it was clear as day. It made no sense. Yeah. It was really, really poorly done. Well, and, and, and this is where... It felt like this whole Night King thing and this yeah. were literally just there to get rid of this giant army coming from the east or wherever. Yeah. Um, oh, we did miss the map, the rooms, the map scene the maps or whatever. Room. This was before John said anything yeah. to Sansa and Arya. Okay, how the hell are half the Dothraki and half of the Unsullied around? Because last I checked, only one of those motherfuckers got back I after they no decided idea. to like. Leroy Jenkins themselves Pretty to the much. front lines and I didn't see half the Unsullied survive I saw one guy well, plot armor especially when Grey Worm just let them see you later yeah <laughs> so that was kind of silly like I was looking at this but then John clearly showing his allegiance to Daenerys yeah when Sansa's bringing up a very smart yeah you guys are freaking tired you want to give them a few days smartest weeks? character yeah. and she's like no and then of course John right away Defends her. And then they have like the little fat. John, can I talk to you in the kitchen, please? <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. I was like, up in his face, like, what are you doing? Yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's like slap him. Just in be the cool face. for yeah. once. Just, Just be, be cool. cool. <laughs> um, well, and, and that's the other thing. So. The question then, if she did listen to Sansa, then was Euron's ship just going to wait there for two or three days uh, for everyone yeah, to rest up? Pretty much. Like, and he's just like sitting there, like seeing what's happening. Like, what if they went at night? They wouldn't have, maybe they were all sleeping. Um, anyways. Or Bran could have said something. Yep. Bastard. So she does her nosedive. I'm surprised that the ships didn't just start firing on everybody. Like, there was a lot of. Well, they did after. No, no, no. I meant everybody. In the position that they were in, that sneak attack, they could have taken out a lot more ships than just the one. Well, they were focused on the dragons, let's be honest. Okay, they no, but they took the dragon down first. Sure. Then they took the ship down. Okay. Then somehow they caught Missande, but I know she went down to a skiff to get away or whatever, but I still don't know how they got her. But there were so many other ships that they could have just tagged and sunk everything. I think they were all in a row. I'm pretty sure her fleet was destroyed. No, I think there's a lot more. I, I, they didn't show it. Maybe I was, I, I was very um, confused during that scene how they even got the um, what's her name? Masande. Masande. Yeah, I don't know. Well, either. she went down to the skiff and basically they destroyed every other ship. Everyone was fleeing for their life. They maybe caught her. I don't know. It's not yeah. out of. It's not. Yeah, well, it's a not skiff a stretch. Is another boat, so they could have saw her kind of going the yeah. opposite way and then maybe catching her. But yeah, yeah it's weird. Um, then um, Dragonstone. We're in Dragonstone. And then we finally have, for the first time in, I would say, about a season and a half, a great Game of Thrones scene between Tyrion and Varys. And I believe Varys is dead, probably. Well, it's already prophesized. Yeah, and he's going to get burned, was that? He's prophesied he's going to get burned alive or something by fire. So it'll be by her 
dragons because yeah. she's yeah. going to figure out that he's going to betray her okay. for John because that was the conversation right. with her and Tyrion. Yeah. And she said, Tyrion. don't ever betray me or something again. Well, and like, at the same token, he's, she also said, like, tell me if I'm doing something wrong. He told her and she's not listening anyway. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to stick to my guns and I go through them. Maybe I got to back Jon Snow because now it's that line where it says, like, like how many people know? It's like this mm-hmm. and this. It's like, then it's like a secret. It's no longer a secret. Now it's information kind of thing. So it's like. And that's where it goes to my idea yeah. that Sansa actually decided, wait a minute, I can use this information, plant it in him, and then it'll really, fester. really erode the foundation yeah. that Daenerys has built, even though it's Absolutely. already eroding beneath her. Oh, well, yeah. And obviously Varys has shown his allegiance to the realm. And I, I truly believe, actually, Varys serves the realm. He'll, he doesn't care who it is. And he thought for a longest time that, hey, Danny's the one. Yeah. Now, not so much. He's like, you know what? I've tried telling you. You're not listening to me. I'm going to go back this guy. And I have a theory on the, uh, that I read about. And go for it. So the theory potentially is that the Golden Company will betray Cersei on Varys' word mm-hmm. and back Jon Snow. That'd be a game changer. Because the Golden Company, they have a, they're saying like, oh, their, their contract's as good as gold. But there's more to it in the books. Apparently, it has something to do with blood. And all these guys are Targaryen bastards. They come from the Blackfire uh, lineage. And Blackfire is one of the main Targaryens. If you go into the lore, you'll hear about it a little bit more. But Mm -hmm. basically, these guys are also loyal to Targaryens and stuff like that as well. So, well, then they would automatically be more just a Daenerys, anyways, wouldn't they? Based well, on that? no, because John is the more is the true heir, right? But the, nobody knows. But they'd still back a Targaryen, regardless. Is that how they? No, works? not necessarily. I think it'd have to be set up certain different. I, I'm not sure how that would work. But Varys would go and parlay and talk to them and kind parlay. of something. Again, very yeah. stretch theory. And there's another one about. Dragons. I'll talk to them later. <laughs> uh, you can jump in whenever you're. Yeah, kind of yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm so sorry. I totally zoned out during that whole conversation. Cool, cool. I figured. I saw. What that. I said is that there's a theory that I saw on YouTube by someone that Varys is gonna talk to the Golden Company somehow through his like little birds yeah. or his little like, birdies, his whispers, and and basically tell them to betray Cersei and back Jon Snow, who's a true Targaryen, kind of thing. There's a lot of. Uh, the, the politics of it are definitely coming out For now, sure. the maneuvering. But that's what made that scene so great, though, mm-hmm. because Varys and Tyrion had some of the greatest conversations next to Littlefinger and pretty much everybody else. Yeah. I miss Littlefinger, man. <laughs> In this entire show. A little bit. Um, and it was it was well-written. Mm-hmm. It was well-acted. It was like this. This is like, we've it's taken us four episodes to get give us something like this right you've like and i'm sorry like they've definitely dropped the ball hardcore from season seven till now and this is the like that you're finally giving us something really good here um cersei doing some really good maneuvering let's bring everybody behind the thing let's make her look like the psycho because if she kills everybody you guys won't like her anyways yeah good move and i'm glad to see cersei because we haven't seen her for like two episodes it's true. She's such a great actress in the yeah. show. Like she is awesome. Uh, you're, she tells Euron that it's her kid. So, I, I, I guess this kid is real. All right. Kyburn gives well, him Kyburn the nod. Kyburn gives him It's true and stuff like that. Whatever. But uh, but that gets undone by the end because I'm pretty yeah. sure unless he is as stupid as I think he is, he won't pick up on the fact that Tyrion knows about the kid. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, how would he know about it already? Exactly. So. Yeah. It, he's got to pick up on them. That was like a very Tyrion move. Is like he's trying to relate to Cersei. Like, okay, give this up. Like, talk. But there's no way she was ever going to do it. I yeah. thought she was actually just going to push Masende. 
Oh yeah, or with like the... a noose or something and have her hanging. Uh, I thought Tyrion was dead. Oh, I, I thought he was gonna get like potentially. Murdered. There Actually, was a that, close, but I don't. I was think. thinking that too. But uh, her killing Masende, I thought she was gonna see you later. I knew she was dead the second they caught her, and 100%. I'm like, good. And this will actually turn Grey Worm because he was scared after seeing the dead, and now yeah. he's not going to be scared anymore, as they showed in that preview. Oh, yeah, um, he'll change. Okay, so she's got her entire castle pretty much lined with those scorpions, which the yeah. scorpion 2.0s, apparently Kyburn got a bunch of them made. Yes, because the first ones weren't as strong, I guess, or yeah, whatever. The one that Braun used it to yeah. get whoever. Um, yeah. But uh, you're on the ones on his ship are pretty interesting because they have a four point spring. I thought they were the same. Uh, no, they have a four point spring because uh, it's like he he's going on his theme of his whole tentacles and stuff like that kind of uh, thing. So he has four that that spring back and yeah. maybe gives a little bit better uh, better hit whatever. Yeah. But the rest of them look exactly like the first one, but just better, just better. And like you see Drogon in the in the in the way in the back That's I don't know so whether they could well yeah him being there at all is dumb like I don't know <laughs> they could actually hit it from that far I think they could but I don't know I think so because he happened to hit the one from the ship in the mm-hmm. fucking sky but let's let's say he didn't it was look like, like he was too far away well yeah but let's say it was like kind of more directly above him versus straight ahead down like way far the physics are still the same so yeah. Him shooting it from above, you're still going to have a downward tra- trajectory no matter what happens. Yeah, so yeah. you have to hit your, you have to aim higher to be yeah. able to hit it. And they nailed it in the neck twice and the stomach and all that. It was very accurate. Extremely accurate. Where he was stationed, mm-hmm. it was actually a perfect angle where they wouldn't have to very much. If Ramsey Bolton could strike Rickon with a bow and arrow yeah. from that far away. I'm pretty sure these scorpions can hit that dragon, which didn't even look like he was a football field away. And, like, why would you bring him? Why would he, he was just sitting there? There wasn't even like on guard. It's just lying down. Yeah, yeah. And also, if I was Cersei, straight up, I would have murdered them all right mm-hmm. then and there. I would have shot that dragon because then, so if she her. would have murdered everybody there, then maybe the that she would lose the crowd kind of thing. Even yeah. though I don't think she gives a shit anymore. But if she would have taken down the dragon, it's like, I killed the, her dragons. She no longer has dragons. Yeah. So, anyways. But she's definitely, little... the episode ended with a, for sure, look at the Mad Queen. Like, we're going to see some crazy shit. Well, and and to be fair, she lost her most trusted advisor in Jorah. And, Missandei um, second. Well, Missandei was second, but she lost him. Tyrion, she has no idea what's going to happen, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was that shot in the trailer for next episode where Tyrion's walking and the dragon in the background is like, his mouth was there. It was just the placement oh, yeah, of yeah. it because it's on the wall. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people are theorizing that he's going to get eaten by a dragon or something mm. or he's going to die by a dragon. Um, she's lost everything. She essentially, yeah. or almost everything, lost another child. child. Um, and now she's, I believe, lost the only other person next to Grey Worm that she can truly trust but actually had as an advisor in Masande. Yeah. And uh, also I noticed we haven't had a beheading in a long time, so that was something to kind of see from far away. Mm-hmm. That conversation, though, with uh, Tyrion and Kyburn was interesting. Yeah. Kyburn still annoys the piss out of me. I don't know why. I just hate, always Surprising hate Surprising how he rose up, like, like where he came from, almost yeah. dead at Heron Hall, and then yeah. in Rob Stark's army. We're talking, like, season two. Yeah, yeah. Season two, But, I mean, three? I just don't, I just, there's something about his character I just don't like. Well, it's just because he's, he's winning. Like no, he, no, no. It's, it's not that because yeah. I love Cersei. Yeah, yeah. And technically, she is what I would still consider her winning right now. Well, but I, I she knows ad- how to play the game. I adore Cersei's character mm. from start to finish. Every little piece of dialogue, every manipulating thing, it's yeah. all. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. It's good villains, right? Yeah. 
Um, but there's something about Kyburn. And then he does his Hail Mary, let me try to reason with my sister. Again, why are we writing every character, not all every character, but why are they making Tyrion stupider and stupider? Yeah, it's very like, surprising. But ever since he got back to Westeros and trying to defeat his family, like he's been just not doing well. <laughs> okay, so but he's already he's already shown that to himself a bunch of times. I think, so why in yeah. this moment does he think he can reason with her? Last like, ditch effort. Yeah, but but he's already done that a couple of times. But again, it's to show that it was it was a play as well because he kind of knew that she wasn't going to do it, regardless of what he thought. But he in his heart, I think he truly knew she wasn't going to do it. But it was to show that he was on behalf of Daenerys that I tried to talk with her, and this is what it is, and this is where Danny's not going to go mad queen. But yeah, that's silly. Um, what are you going to do? So we get that Daenerys walks off. Mm-hmm. and um, that's the end of the episode. Again, a very meh episode filled I'm, with good classic Game of Thrones moments yeah. interweaved into a terrible tapestry. A little bit, yeah. Which goes to show that the showrunners have no idea what they're doing. They're taking the um, the Ryan Johnson, let's subvert, subvert every single uh, expectation, and by that they're ruining the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a question on there, which we're already running bit over but um do you guys think that th- this show has gone from one of the biggest shows mm-hmm. to oh also sorry i don't give a shit if a coffee cup was on the starbucks <laughs> oh, yeah. i don't understand why everyone's making a big ass deal it's funny that shit happens all the time yeah Even in braveheart a amazing epic there's like a toyota or something in the background yeah, 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 yeah this shit yeah. happens all the time okay yeah you guys are you guys are mad about the the fan base is mad about a Starbucks cup over the fact that John didn't even fucking pet his direwolf. Fuck off. Anyways, um, do you guys feel that if this ends the way that it clearly shows like it's been going, as in it's not being written very well and executed very well, it will ruin the entire series? I mean, not for you, but in general. I think it's that. a lose lose because no matter what happens, if uh, the fan theories aren't correct, people are gonna hate it either way. Yeah. So like myself, like I'm not very invested in Game of Thrones. Like I've seen mm-hmm. it, but like You're not I don't hardcore. know the names. Like I don't know any. I don't know anyone's name. I feel yeah. like I'm Spider Man in Infinity War. He's like I don't know anyone's names. Yeah. So like I honestly don't really care like about things. I'm just watching for enjoyment at this point. So mm-hmm. you know Arya killing the Night King. Like hardcore fans like oh that's bullshit for me. Like oh that's cool. No, I, I like Arya. It. I still liked it. Too, I liked right? it a lot. Yeah. But I feel like however it ends, I'm gonna be fine with. Might say like oh that kind of like you know I didn't like I thought mm-hmm. it was gonna end differently, but. It's it's know. very difficult, and not a lot of shows actually hit the nail on the head to finish off an entire series. Except for How Correct I Met Your Mother. It. Terrible. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad did a good job, whatever. And Breaking Bad to me now because... This- for Game of Thrones, the problem that's happening with these seasons, is it's just that they're go- with the less... With their schedule being so more so tight, it just doesn't make sense. Give yourself a few extra episodes... Make them the same length. Have broaden your story. Have some filler stuff because you can have filler, and we'd be more than happy with having it. Like most I don't, of season two and three was filler. Well, exactly. And it was well compelling as hell. But two and three also had build up to the red wedding. Season two also had the whole but battle there, at. There at was the more Castle filler Black. in it than True. the other ones, and they but, were exceptional writing. That's why. So I I don't get how they. They cut, like, okay, even season seven. That could have used an extra two episodes. This mm-hmm. could use another two extra episodes. Mm-hmm. Make them nine. Don't make them tens. And then, you know, you could have done the whole hour, hour and a, hour and five minutes, and then the battle scene. Yes, 
go for the gusto and have that long ass battle and win it and then come back to a couple of filler episodes and bring it back to war shit. But this condensed schedule is where they're making mistakes. They're they're trying to like, okay, we got to get this. We got to get this and we got to get this and so much happening and you're kind of losing it slightly in some ways, right? I hope they do it justice at the end. We won't know any different until uh, until or if George R. R. Martin does his version of it all. Mm-hmm. So, I, and I'm not sure if both like his books and this series have to end the same way. But no, there are certain other events that'll be different, right? So, and apparently, like even already, like the Night King apparently wasn't as big in the books as he is in. He doesn't, yeah. from from what I understand, he doesn't show up at all. So oh, it was well, an allegory for don't believe in all the hokum that's going on. Like everyone's believing in this long night and this yeah. night king and stuff. Um, and they're like, no, you crazy fools. Like there's a physical throne here. Like you guys are believing in the wrong thing. It was, yeah. I think it was an allegory for religion overall. Like there's real things happening. Mm-hmm. Stop believing in this fake stuff because in the books, again, he doesn't, he's not there. Yeah. Like I think he's mentioned, but I think it's more of just like this thing exists, right? Yeah. Um, where there's this actual Game of Thrones and politics and all that, yeah. from what I understand. But I haven't read them, so I don't know the details yeah. of it. I think they've definitely dropped the ball. Uh, my interest in the show has gone down to very, I don't care. Um, I think it does kind of, it doesn't ruin the entire season, the re- the whole series, because those other seasons still exist. Mm-hmm. But it does lessen the anticipate, like it does lessen them quite a bit. Whereas we talk about Endgame that elevates the entire MCU. This kind of takes away from it because a lot of stuff that they've mentioned, depending on how this ends, means nothing. And I get that you can build, you can put build up some things that don't mean anything, but don't make it the focus of a lot of your characters. Yeah. That's where, and and don't subvert expectation for the sake of doing it. Because as people that are paid a lot of money to do this stuff, did I know that Cap was going to carry, hold the hammer? Probably. Like, I had an inkling. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to do that. Like, I had it in my mind. And they did it. And it was amazing. They didn't have to subvert my expectations and have Iron Man hold the damn hammer. Mm -hmm. Because I want to see that. This is the finale. Like, as fans, I think we deserve to see certain things. Subverting our expectations. And you know what's funny? Because of this season, I hate The Last Jedi more. <laughs> and sorry, I, I, I dislike, I just not hate, I dislike a lot of the things that they do. And I now finally understand Star Wars fans and why they were so pissed with The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Because I recently watched it, I think I watched it like uh, a week and a half ago or something like yeah. that. I had it in the background. And I kept going back and being like, well, this is stupid, this is stupid. Then the long night happened and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I get it now. So to all the Star Wars fans that were yelling at me, who were listening, that were did like, did you also say you disliked the Last Jedi though? Like you weren't a fan of it, were you? No, I, I, I didn't care. I, sorry, I didn't care enough. So I care about Star Wars the same way you care about Game of Thrones. Let's say, like, it didn't matter to me that much. I was never a huge Star Wars fan. I liked the originals, and I'm more so like those movies changed, literally changed the world. Not just the movie world, they changed the world. Hmm. And you like that's what makes it huge. But I've never been a huge Star Wars guy to begin with, mm-hmm. or Star Trek or whatever, right? It's just not my bag. Or yeah. Um, yeah. But so when the stuff happened in The Last Jedi, I was like, okay, kind of flimsy, but whatever. 
But now when I see how it's affecting this show that I've kind of grown to love, I didn't start it from day one. It took me a while to actually get into Game of Thrones. And like friends getting into it and talking about it, kind of like Lost, friends getting together, talking mm-hmm. about it and creating this like a reason to call your friends all the time. Like me and my buddy in Calgary usually talk once every two months. We talk every week or twice a week about this show. And we were very close before and we're still very close and it'll continue. But it's, you know, when you create something and you're a part of something, mm-hmm. the, the the Game of Thrones has become a vessel for a lot of people to become a part of something. Yeah. You know, so I can see how a lot of people are upset about it and I can see why people are upset at The Last Jedi and how this whole subverting expectations thing can go south. So that's all I have. Mm-hmm. Should we wrap this up? Sure. I'm very tired. Yeah. You're very tired. I'm an old man. I go to bed like really early now. Like ten thirty. I don't know why. I honestly don't understand my sleep schedule. You need to go to the doctor. I wake up at like five or six. That's probably it. But like, I don't do it purposefully. I just wake up. The moment I wake up. Oh, also, it's completely random. We watched that Austin Powers over the weekend. Yeah, it was good. So Is it good. Just the first one on Netflix. Or? Yeah, yeah, it still holds up. So good. I. We were like, all of us were there, like, and it was so much fun to watch. It was a great time. And Coming to America, which is Classic. one of my favorites. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Um, okay, let's wrap this thing up because okay. we've, uh, we're past our time. And by past our time, I mean, let's all go home. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody who's listening. Um, I'm sorry that it started off like such a disaster because my laptop decided to freeze. So we had to kind of restart everything. So wherever you're listening from, uh, if you're listening again, once again, if you're listening. Sorry. Can't do my endings. If you're listening on Stitcher, thank you for checking us out on Stitcher. This is our first episode on there and wherever else you're listening from, from the Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Thank you so much. Make sure you're following Entertained Facts on Instagram and the F Word Podcast on Instagram. You can find our Facebook, the F Word Podcast. Podcast. You can post something on there if you'd like. Uh, comment. And if you are listening from somewhere where you can leave a comment or a like or something, Drop us a line. It'd be great. And you can also email us at theaforpodcast at gmail.com, which no one really does except for one fan. Um, like regularly or just once? We used to be regularly. I haven't talked to him for a bit. Uh, but that's it. I'm G. Big F. Vass. And we are out. Vaseline. Vaseline.